welcome to the 29th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. I am one of your co-hosts, Samantha Blackman. Uh, I'm an associate professor at Purdue University here in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana. And tonight I am joined by my two co-hosts and a special guest. Uh, my co-hosts, uh, as usual, are Alex Lane and Sarah White, and our guest is Nicole Marie. Ladies, would you like to introduce yourselves? Guests first. Yes. Ready? Does that mean me? Guest. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm Nicole Marie. I am a super senior at Purdue University, studying professional writing, and I play a lot of video games, so I guess that's why I'm here. <laughs> Ladies? Well, that's cool. I'll go. Um, I am Alex Lane, and I am also at Purdue in wonderful West Lafayette. I'm very excited they opened up a new uh, game arcade here. Um, I believe, I have not been in there yet, but I believe it is all pinball machines. So um, I I had a heart attack when I heard that and then passed out. But when I awoke... I found that it was true and not a dream, so I'm very excited, and I'm going to have my upcoming birthday there. Oh, I study games. Also. <laughs> We're on episode 29. If you don't know me by now, you're, you know, you figured out. Oh, that was a really good song by Simply Red, remember? Yeah, but it, I have no idea what you're talking about. Me by now. Okay. I'm well, just anyway. gonna I'm just gonna let that go and let you think that Simply Red did that song first. Go ahead. She just likes to beat me down. Um But I am glad to be back amongst the ladies of Not Your Mama's Gamer. And I am joining you from Michigan City, Indiana, which uh, where I teach at Purdue University North Central. And I do apologize for the strange squeaks. And the growls that you hear periodically, I have two puppies that are running around to be tired. And they're two little chihuahua puppies that are smaller than guinea pigs. And they are wrestling. Gotta love a yippy dog, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> By the way, for those who don't know, <clears throat> including Sarah... Uh, if you don't know me by now, I was originally done in the 70s by Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, I no. didn't know her too. I didn't know her Melville and Simple Notes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, sim- simple is the key word there. Simple is the key word. <laughs> All right, ladies. Uh, so tonight, uh, as in every podcast night, we'll start with what you're playing, what you're reading, what you're drinking. Um, and, uh, we'll start with our usual, what you're playing. Um, and before Alex jumps in and goes first, first, (laughs) we will let our guest go first. Dang it. Nicole, would you like to tell us? I got crap about talking over the guest one week. That's why this is happening. (laughs) Just so you know, I will decline to speak first. If, if my life is on the line, I will still decline. (laughs) So please, Nicole Marie. All right. So... I didn't get to play too much this week, but I did get a chance to play the Mass Effect 3 demo, um, which I was actually, Sam and I talked about this before, but I was really disappointed with it. Like, I was not, story wasn't bad, but the rest of it really wasn't good. The graphics were bad. I wasn't excited about the mechanics at all. Um, So I'm kind of hoping that that was just bad beta version of it. Um, I got a new map 
because I'm an elite member for Modern Warfare 3. Um, Overwatch just came out on Tuesday. Yeah. And um, I'm not really a big fan of that either. I think it's because they finally took a map and they made it large scale, like similar to Battlefield. And it's not working so well for me for Call of Duty, I guess. But um, isn't, if, isn't huh? that the one that like takes place in the that in like on the uh, under construction building or something? Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's really expansive compared to all the other maps. Like mm-hmm. the the other map drop they had in January had uh, Liberation, and that was the biggest map that they had probably made for this one yet. And then Overwatch mm-hmm. came out, and it's just. It's too busy for me, I guess. You blend like people blend into there more, and then um, there's also all those sneaky places that the snipers can go out to on the cranes and shit that's all around there. So I'm not a fan. I'm not a sniper. I like to run around and shoot people. So that's how I play. <laughs> running. I'm a, I'm a running hundred percent on your side. You keep those snipers oh, on a different map. I want to. <laughs> like here my here's my thing like i don't care if i die in the process but i want to go into the middle of a pack and take out like eight motherfuckers with me you know what i mean oh, exactly. like <laughs> i i die my ratio like, is always I, terrible but mine too because i probably die the most out of anyone on my team but i also have the most kills because i'm just running out the and i'm getting kills, like, the most <laughs> assists the most <laughs> captures i feel like that's the way to play right <laughs> I, I agree who wants to camp oh, somewhere oh my god but, if i wanted to just sit in a corner and play with myself i wouldn't turn on my xbox okay i want to exactly. get out there and see some action you, wow. you do you recognize how that sounded if i wanted to sit in the corner and play with myself wow. that's completely inappropriate and i can't believe you would suggest that i that i would say such a thing I'm offended. I'm shocked already. Boy. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no, we can't get the giggles this early. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> okay, I'm sorry, Nicole. I cut you off. What else you been playing? Anything or just, uh, just the no. new map so far? Basically those two. And then, um, of course, I'm always adding to my hours on Skyrim. So. Yeah. Well, I can go next, actually, probably, because I also did not play as much as, as some of you as I see on the lists. Um, I'm dying, actually, to hear Samantha talk about Kingdoms of Amalur. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I played a little bit of the demo on Steam. Um, and I wasn't overly hyper about it, so I, it just was so much, at least the beginning part, so it was so much like Lord of the Rings to me. So I, I'm still trying to... I don't know. I'm assuming it gets cooler because I like the guys who made it of, of that game. And then I played some more on my bubble shooter. I think I can still say that one. I'm only allowed to say certain Lord. games after a certain amount of time. I played WWF, of course, and then I um, played uh, Duck. some more um, Fable 3, uh, which I have in my possession. And, and that was really all I, I got to this week, but Oh, I did play um, Scorgasm. Did you guys see that no. on Steam? Scorgasm. Mm-mm. And it's I thought it would be the perfect combination of shooting, sex, and gaming. You know, Scorgasm, can you go wrong? Uh, but it was really simple, like sort of an asteroids kind of thing. And, and it wasn't as cool as it could have been. But it was, you know, kind of written in pink, and it had gasm in it. So, so I gave it a try. And it so that made fun. you think it was going to be good, huh? Well, I equated it with sex, and I was disappointed. <laughs> oh, I have it wasn't something as good really for funny me. to say, but I can't remember if we had this conversation on or off recording, so I'll keep it 
Just remind me after the podcast, Alex, what was that hilarious response that you had to Sarah? And I will tell you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did. All right. Uh, Well, Alex, you want to go ahead and go next and I will last? Oh, no, please. (laughs) Okay, I'll go next. I, I felt like, I felt Sam just like, getting enraged as soon as I said that. So I will go next. Um, I played uh, <laughs> some stuff. One, I, for Valentine's Day, had a very, very romantic weekend that went something mm. like this. One, getting hop slam. Two, getting barbecue ribs. And three, playing Portal 2 co-op for 12 hours straight. Um, it was so much fun. Um, I had not... As much as everyone wants to give me tons of crap for for this, I haven't played Portal, um, so I didn't know the cake was a lie. Uh, <laughs> I've got plenty of crap for this, didn't I, Sam? Yes, you okay. did. Plenty of crap. <laughs> as you should. Right. As you should. As well, I should. <laughs> sure. Um, so I uh, I I played Portal Two. Um, that was really fun. I played a new game called A Thousand Amps, um, which I was really excited because after I played Bit Trip Runner, I'm sort of been like trying to find games that. Uh, that combined sound and play. So like when you jump, it makes a sound when you dive, it makes a sound, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't that type of game. Not that it was bad, but it wasn't that type of game. Um, it was more sort of like, uh, I don't know, just kind of run around through these different, like a side scroller sort of puzzle platformer type thing. Um, I have of course been playing hero Academy dwarves, dwarves. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everybody's playing that game. Oh God, Down that game is awesome. Uh, I played the Amy demo on um, uh, on Xbox. It was not. I did not enjoy it all that much. I don't even know why you why you, I I warned you. Well, I felt like if I only had six things on my list, that you would cut my throat. So I wanted to play something more. Oh my gosh! Does that mean that she really wants to cut my throat? Yeah, she wasn't oh. kidding. She wants to cut all our throats all the time. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, that's I why don't I often have that much. That's okay. why I played it. Um, but uh, and then I also did. Uh, I played a ton of Triple Town. I bought the upgrade, so I have unlimited turns because I have been just. It was. It's kind of like meth. I imagine. So I've been like <laughs> scratching my arms trying to like wait for more turns to pop up and I couldn't so I paid the four bucks which is a ridiculous price for an um, for a phone game but whatever. So um, I absolutely love Triple Town. It's kind of like um I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's fun. Uh, you can play the demo for free. And then uh, I played Penumbra which is I know sort of an old indie game but um yeah. People, people really like it. Um, and then I also played Realm of the Mad Dog, which is my indie game of the week. So I'll talk about that later. Um, that is what I played. Sam? I was pretty amazed by that Realm of the Mad Dog because I had never heard of it before. Well, it's weird. I read about it because it was like, it was like this post on uh, the Indie Gamer website. And they were like, yeah, for all you assholes who don't buy games unless they're on Steam, here you go. It's finally on Steam. And I was like, oh, that's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, me too. So, yeah. whatever. You know, I was thinking about writing a blog about that, in fact, because Forbes magazine or whatever had reported mm-hmm. that the average gamer spends $17,000 a year. Yeah, but if you read that article, you would know that that's I did. crap. Because well, they, the lady dismantled it, yeah. Because they were Somebody. talking about everything that 
Yeah. I mean, and and I spend some pretty serious cash on games and 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 like TVs and stuff like that. And I don't and half that shit I don't have. Yeah. And they're probably thinking if you have to buy the consoles anew every year too, maybe. I don't know. No, you get new consoles like every five or six years, man. Yeah. That's only when they come out. They don't come out every you don't get a new console every year. Well, I mean, no, not of the same type, but you might get like a Wii and then a PS3 and then like, you know what I'm saying? Like you could buy a console every year. It's just a different one. Hmm. Not that many consoles come out. <laughs> True. Apparently, I buy them one year at a time. That's why I'm behind. Well, what the hell are you doing? Buying like Atari 2600s? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I still have mine. Well, I, well, I, I do, but I didn't have to buy it. Well, I did. <laughs> it was like $200 back in the day. How many Ataris do you have, Sam? <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop giving Sarah shit. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> I don't believe that for one second. But you whatever. should. I don't either. That's okay. <laughs> you I should. Don't. That's okay. Because <clears throat> I won't. I know. That's how she says she loves me. Uh-huh, that's exactly what that is. <laughs> I tell myself so I can sleep at night. Oh. I know. See, now I feel bad. <sighs> Okay. How no. much would you? Well, how much would you say the average game spends? I mean, that's like impossible to say off the top of your head. But what I'm saying is, you don't need to spend seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah. You don't spend that much. I mean, because they had them buying, they had them buying stuff like console coolers and you know crazy stuff that people don't buy. Yeah. You well, know, it's not the average gamer. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's a hardcore gamer. Probably. No, yeah. not even hardcore gamers buy console coolers. Really? Come on. I, and if you do, like, you would buy one. in a well-ventilated space. Well, yeah. You you might buy, like, I know some people who buy special cooling fans and stuff for their PC, but they buy it, like, once every five years or something, you know? Right, yeah. That's not something you replace every month or something. No. It was just crazy altogether. We're going to have to look through that. And Unless talk you about... count, like, Hot Pocket purchases. Yeah, I think it would be, I think, well, especially, you know, Cheetos. are delicious. Your monster, your monster. But no, I think it would be interesting because you know how a social class is big right now. You know, with the one percent occupy, and there's just a lot of an interest in, in how money is being spent. So I, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was I thought that was an outrageous number, but I thought you could rack up a pretty good bill with some of the gaming though, between subscriptions and new releases. I don't know. All right. <laughs> so uh for me i've been uh playing some stuff um i too played the mass effect 3 demo and uh i think like nicole i was underwhelmed sadly mm-hmm. um i was expecting so much more i wanted to be like drooling when all was said and done and what it what it did was made me not pre-order it and say, you know, really that might not be a day one day one purchase for me. Um it was like 10 minute cutscene, shoot some people. 
10 minute cutscene, shoot some people. I mean, and, and I mean, I understand that this is a demo and this is a section of, this is a section of gameplay and not necessarily in the game, but they could have chosen a better section of gameplay to really draw people in. They went too much for cinematics and not enough for gameplay. Um, which is good if you want to draw in, um, and this is going to come up definitely when we talk about news, if you want to draw in new gamers um, who either have not gamed before or who do not generally play this kind of game. But if those, if that's who you're trying to draw in, you're not going to draw them in with a demo anyway because they're not going to play the demo. Yeah, they won't even pick it up. Right. I mean, they, they've got to they've be pulled in some other way. It's not really going to be through the demo nine times out of ten. You know, that being said, maybe they thought they would, you know, do it because they had the connection between the Mass Effect 3 demo and, um, oh, was it the, did you, you, you got stuff for the Mass Effect 3 demo if for Kingdoms of Amalur. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so maybe they thought they would draw in more traditional kind of hardcore RPG people because if they played the Mass Effect 3 demo, you got, you got stuff for it in-game uh, for Kingdoms of Amalur. Maybe that's, you know, what they were thinking is that they were already going to get a different audience and this was their way of drawing them in. I don't know, but mm. like I said, I'm underwhelmed. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. I always say I'm not going to buy something and then I end up buying it anyway, so, <laughs> hey, what the hell? <laughs> we know how well that worked. I'm I've not buying never, the 3DS. I've never like, believed you at when you've said you weren't going to buy anything ever. You, can, oh, in fact, when you, you say, buy it, you order it online and then you can't wait and go and buy it in the store. Okay, well, uh, you can suck it because you know what? It's February twenty third, and I still don't have a PS Vita. Yeah. Oh, but, oh that yeah. is some that's some restraint right there. Definitely. Hey, you can unlock the box at Taco Bell, and you could win one. Okay, I'm not eating Taco Bell. <laughs> there are so many things that are hilarious in what you just said, but please continue. <laughs> Oh, gross. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to get to, yeah, yeah, exactly. have to get that real soon to explain a lot of this conversation. Yeah, um, we'll get to that. <laughs> again, this week, I've been playing tons of Kingdoms of Amalur, um, and I'm still loving it. Um, you know, and, and I've been getting shit from people for saying I like it better than Skyrim. I really have been. That's surprising. Oh. Um, and, and I'm going to finally explain why. Right? Ooh, ooh, I'm very excited. Are you going to yeah. talk about that one yes. uh, article? Maybe? A little bit? Well, I mean, it's probably a lot of it is the same. It's for the same reason. I, I think that article's full of shit, but... Um, <laughs> because, I mean, that, it's, it's the same landscape of any fantasy... That's of any what, fantasy RPG. That was my uh, response to you. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. So, you know, to say that it looks like WoW and it's a WoW ripoff is bullshit. Um, but I think I like it for the same reasons I liked WoW when I played a lot. Um, uh, and I like it probably more for the same reasons. Because I had a, you know, I had a habit. I had a habit. I had a monkey on my back with WoW. <laughs> um... And I would often stay up way too late because I was, you know, I felt beholden to uh, my guild. If I was playing with folks, I couldn't just stop no matter how late it was. Mm. And I mean, because, you know, we had started something. We had to finish what we started. That being said, <clears throat> with Kingdom of Amalur, I'm playing by myself. 
And mm-hmm. I get a lot of the same feel as um, I get with WoW. Um, because, the and, and, and Alex knows this about me from playing WoW. If I start a quest, I got to finish a quest. So we uh, we had never played WoW together before, and so I'm a read zero quest text, get as many quests as you can, and just just go into this area and kill everything and and to complete the quest, right? And like hack do and all slash. these hack and slash, go in, right? You're killing these things, and then you stop at this guy, and then you kill these, and then you stop at that, you know? So like go 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 go. And Sam, I thought she was like falling asleep. While she was playing because she would like go to a person and stand there and I did not I honestly I swear to God Sam I did not know what was happening and you're like calm down Alex I'm reading the quest text and I was like oh and then so like I would go pick up 15 quests we do two and then I'd be like okay I'm off see ya she's like what what no we can't stop we have all these quests that are open I'm like, what? Who cares? You're like, no. That is completely inappropriate. No, if I start a quest, I got to finish it. That is so interesting. And and Avalar gives me that, one, it gives me that ability, and it gives me a good understanding of how long it's going to take me to finish a quest. Right? And the quests are, you know, are, are simple, right? Simple enough that you can just do them, you can sit down and start a quest and finish it, and know that you can do two or three, and it won't take you, like, six seven hours are they like go out and kill 10 rats there are some of those there are some of those uh but then some of them are you know i mean a lot of them i mean what rpg isn't full of fucking fetch quests well i i don't hate them i mean they give you good practice and stuff i'm just curious but a lot of them involve going to you know going through dungeons and doing things whoopsie that was me going through dungeons and doing stuff um in order to kind of like help the lore unfold, um, so it's it's not it's not simple fetch quests. It's not go out and kill ten bunnies. Not usually there are some of the go kill ten bunnies, um, but it is it it is usually connected to the lore in some way, um, which is what and that's I think one of the reasons that I really like it. Not only kind of the the bite sized nature of it because I'm I can't do that in Skyrim. I go into Skyrim. And while no, it's not an MMORPG, it's like you can't go in and spend an hour and leave. You go in and you spend an hour and you feel like you're just getting started. It's like, I haven't even found a fucking dragon yet and I've been walking around for an hour. (laughs) Right? Yeah. You gotta kill at least three before you go to bed. Right. I mean, you, you, I mean, so you can't, it, you can't do the same kind of thing. And that's why I like Amalur because I can do it. Not that I have done it. Uh, There are very few times that I've gone and actually played for like an hour. But I know that I can if I want to. Um, and I like the combat. I like the combat a lot. Um, I like the, the, this, this notion of, uh, of, of fate and fate shifting. Um, I'm really digging this. I'm really digging the fate shifting and the finishing moves. Because I have found myself, and I think I told Nicole this the other day, I found myself like screaming, screaming at bosses as I'm like, as I'm, I, I go into like fate shift mode and I'm hitting the button and I'm all like, I'm about to fate shift your ass. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Um, Gotta calm it down. I know, right, I'm screaming at the TV. <clears throat> so, um, so a lot of differences that I like it. I like it because it's not Skyrim. Um, and, and there's not as much of a time commitment, uh, even though I 
spend way too much time. And and I actually ashamedly have to admit that I did sit one night because I've had really bad insomnia for the last couple of weeks and played for like 12 hours straight. <clears throat> that being said. <laughs> I also would like to point out that you haven't had more than three hours sleep in like two weeks. So Yeah, probably. Oh. You're probably about right. That also might be why she's threatening to cut your throat so much, Sarah. So It could be. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yep still playing uh, Hero Academy <laughs> and uh, the dwarves came out this week so I'm I'm learning the dwarves um, I think everybody is right now I'm just getting crushed I'm getting absolutely crushed you are such a liar what? I beat you man what? I beat you did you hear what I said? I said I'm getting crushed oh I thought you said I was getting crushed no I'm getting crushed in every possible way a human being can get crushed in a game I am getting crushed <laughs> Like, beat with all of my characters still, like, in my door and all that nonsense. So, no, 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 no. I, I, I have no delusion about how well I'm doing. <laughs> okay, so Hero Academy. <laughs> um, I'm also playing uh, when I'm, like, my, my grocery store standing in line game right now when I don't have any Hero Academy t- turns is uh, Ticket to Ride Pocket still. Um... I am. I, I tried out uh, the, the the Zynga Tiny Towers ripoff, Dream Heights, um, and then EA came out with one as well called Monopoly Hotels. So they're both Tiny Tower um, kind of ripoffs. Dream Heights is almost exactly like Tiny Tower, just better graphics. Well, not better graphics, because um, Tiny Tower is quite, quite cute with the little, little eight pixel, um, with the little eight pixel guys. Um, Dream Heights is more traditional kind of Zynga graphics, um, but it's the exact same game, just different graphics. Um, Monopoly Hotels is, looks a lot like Dream Heights, um, except it's very strange in that you have to do shit like catch money as it, as it's falling out of the sky. And it's a lot more, um, nitpicky time intensive and it, and it, it takes away any fun of it, if you ask me. Um, I actually installed it, played it. I played it for probably off and on for about an hour or so, and then went, fuck this, I'm not doing it anymore, and uninstalled <laughs> it. <laughs> um, both were iOS, both were free. Um, and with Monopoly, it like forces the micro, it forces you into microtransactions because after you play for an hour or so, basically you're not playing anymore unless you start buying stuff. Um, so both of those I played, um, I played a bit of puzzle arcade on Xbox live arcade, um, which is actually just what it sounds like. It's a puzzle. You take, you take a puzzle, you take a picture, make it into a puzzle and then you put it back together. And I was like, really? I got tons of puzzles. No, thanks. Um, cause it's, it's, it's insane. It makes no sense whatsoever. Um, I got one big one I'm going to save for last. Um, I played two kids games this uh, this um, this time around. I played uh, the Smurfs, um, which <laughs> is actually based on the the, the latest Smurfs movie. Um, this was a game for the DS that I uh, bought for P, um, and it you know is clearly a kids game. It has stuff like uh, dress up Smurfette and um, do coloring pages and 
So it was pretty funny because I was reading reviews as before I ordered it, and people were like, clearly this game's for a five-year-old. And I'm like, um, it says dress Smurfette and color the Smurfs. Who the fuck did you think it was for? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, if that's how you roll, I'm all right with that. But <laughs> don't complain about it afterwards. <laughs> um but uh, so I bought that one. Um, if people are looking to buy games for their kids, it's very cute. It's connected to the movie, but um, it is totally counterintuitive to everything. The the iconography even is totally counterintuitive. Like there's an icon that has like Painter Smurf doing stuff um, with two other Smurfs. And you're like, okay, clearly I'm going to click on here because this is where the coloring pages will be. No, no, they're not. They're somewhere else that's to that has an icon that's totally unrelated to art in any way, shape, or form. Um, and they don't do any explaining of how to play any of the little mini games. It's a series of mini games. There's, you just have to kind of figure it out. And um, the figuring it out is totally counterintuitive. So if you like catch it on Super Sale and decide your kid or your kid really, really wants it, just be prepared to sit down with them and explain to them at least two or three times how to do this until they figure till they've kind of they've kind of taken it into their memory and they can actually do it on their own. Um after that point it's it's pretty much fine. Um so uh that was the Smurfs. And then I played Lola's Alphabet Train, um, which was a DSware DS downloadable title um that is just kind of matching alpha uh the letters of the alphabet. Um, to like little bubbles on a train as Lola the panda rides through this uh, scenic landscape. Um, it was 100 points. Um, it really was a waste of 100 points. But my kid likes pandas and is learning in the alphabet. So you know what? Hey, um, whatever it takes. <clears throat> when are they switching from points to money? That's happening soon, right? I don't know. I think it's supposed That's to be. That's what they said. That's what they said. But because yeah. um, we do something with that at GameStop, but I'm not really sure when it is switching over. Because we, like the whole appeal of us selling DLC is that you can just pay straight up for it. Mm -hmm. So they're like taking that away from us. So they're like making a big deal out of it at GameStop. Well, so maybe they announced it and didn't realize the repercussions and are now sort of backing off. Yeah, it might be that. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. And the last game that I played this week, God, this is another week that I played a lot of games. Um, was uh, Resident Evil Revelations for the 3DS. Mm. How's that? It's actually pretty good. I actually had to, and I was telling Nicole this, I think it was either Nicole or Alex this week, I actually had to track this one down. I had to, I went to three stores that were completely sold out before I actually found it. Um, which was shocking to me because that's never happened. Um, that's never happened to me before here in this, in this wonderful little town. Um, that especially be, being a 3DS game, I'm like, who the fuck in this town owns a 3DS except for me? <laughs> um, but clearly, with the with the um, clearly with the price drop, people actually went out and bought it because I had my 3DS in my bag. I had been playing um, in my office one day, and I was so I had walked to, I had walked to a meeting on one side of campus, and then I came back and went to the union and got coffee and walked around. And when I actually got home that night. Um, and plugged it in and said, oh, I'm going to play. I actually had like picked up people's me's and, um, and quests in revelations because people had people on campus had actually had three DSs and revelations and had them on. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, 
people actually went and bought this damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I might actually have to keep this on in my bag now. Um, so, but uh, the game, it's actually pretty cool. Um, it's, it's, it feels more like they're going for um, old school um, 1996-ish. Was that when the first Resident Evil came out? Mm. Um, Resident Evil. Because um, I was like, Jesus, I, have, I was playing. I was like, I've been walking around for like half an hour and I have yet to run into a zombie. They do a lot to, to build up um, kind of to build up this kind of anticipation before you actually hit your first zombie-ish monster, um, which is which is actually pretty cool. Um, and you play as Jill Valentine, um, and you're looking for um, Chris uh, Redman and someone else I can't remember off the top of my head because um, <clears throat> I as as Alex said I've had like three hours of sleep in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually pretty good. It's actually a pretty good gameplay. Um, the monsters are monsters slash zombies slash bio, whatever the fuck they are. Are um, they're they're bio? They're actually bio terrorist weapons. Is what they are. They're man. They're man made from a bio terrorist weapon. Um, uh, that they tell you about the story at the very beginning. Um, and it, with it being on the 3DS, the graphics are great. Um, I've got my 3D turned down to probably still less than half um, because I, I still haven't found anything that really makes me need to turn it up um, too much. I mean, I know that I've heard that the new Mario games kind of almost require it, uh, but I haven't bought any or bought, played any of the new Mario games yet. So, um, But yeah, I've got it turned down to probably less than half, and that's more for just depth and clarity. Uh, than any kind of real interaction I'm getting with the 3D with the 3D. That's all I've been playing. <laughs> That's it. That's just it. a small list. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know you really need to start pulling your weight around here, Sam. I know, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. Jeez. <clears throat> all right. So uh what you reading this week, ladies? I decline to speak first. Oh, but you should. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have not read much, I will admit. Talk about not pulling weight. Right here. Right here. Slacker. Uh we read two things in class. So Sam and I probably have a similar list. We read uh Lisa Nakamura's um Digitizing Race. Mm-hmm. Oh neat. Which is an incredible book. Um and it's what it's, I felt like it was really old because I read it when I first got here, but now I'm starting to think that it was just a couple years old, right? Did 2010. I... What? Sorry, I hit mute by mistake. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, it's you talk too fast. Yeah. You put a whole sentence into one noise. <laughs> so like 2010, something like that? Uh, Okay, now I got to look because I just, it went right out of my head as soon as you said it. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, so um, that book is really awesome. Uh, so people should read that if they are interested at all in race gender even like even if race and gender studies isn't really your thing there's so many cool things she has about uh um like just different ways to look at video games um culturally etc so that was awesome and we are reading now chris bateman's imaginary games which um 
I like have an immediate aversion to because I feel like a lot of people talk about games um, as sort of a excuse to talk about what they really like. So without naming names, people talk about games so that they can really talk about art or people talk about games so mm-hmm. they can really talk about music or something. Right. So I started reading his book and I immediately was like, okay, you are talking about games because you really want to talk about philosophy. Um, but I'm, I'm not um, super far into it. And from what I've been hearing from classmates who've been reading it, it, it does not go in that direction. So um, I'm, I was all prepared to come on and be like, I don't know about this nonsense, but I'm going to withhold my judgment until I get to the end of it. So it's kind of interesting so far. And um, I'm just waiting to get more into it. So there you go. Yeah, Digitizing Race was 2008. 2008, okay. Yeah. So. Oh, it's even older than you thought. Yeah, and I was trying to figure out if maybe you were thinking about, because she wrote Cyber Types, and that came out in, like, 2002, which is, was also about um, uh, race, visual culture, and, and the internet. So, um, but yeah, it came out in 2008. Um, we also read uh, Digital Griots. Which was another one uh, in, that we read in. That's in, right. Uh, Digital Griots was incredible. Yeah, uh, Adam Banks's book, Digital Griots. Um, that is a, it's um, new media theory from uh, with an African American rhetoric slant, um, but it's definitely applicable in a number of different ways because it talks about um, orality and. Um, I'm trying to think, orality and storytelling in in new media studies, and to to the way that it gets described in terms of thinking about connections and thinking about history, it's easy to see how these things can be applied not only to kind of uh, oral digital artifacts, but also kind of visual digital artifacts and other kinds of artifacts as well. And even thinking about how things get represented in games, if you want to take it specifically and directly to games, right? Um, and it was a, it's a pretty awesome text. Did we lose Alex? I'm sorry. I cut out for a second. On purpose or by mistake? No, <laughs> by mistake. <laughs> 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 um, um, the last thing I heard is it is, and then I, and then I didn't hear anything else. So what'd you say? It is what? It's a pretty awesome book. It's She's a pretty been... awesome text. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought I lost you. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. His his uh his first book. Um, I actually have no idea if that was his first book. Race Rider and Technology. Race Rider and Technology was yeah. his first one. Yeah. Uh, so it was. I think we kind of came to this consensus in class. It was sort of like a general approach to what he was talking about. And this one was really specific and applicable and interesting. Um, there was, I mean, we have a class of people who criticize everything. <laughs> I mean, really, don't they? Yeah. Not that I'm not part of it as well, but yes, they are. criticize the <laughs> crap out of everything. And I don't think I've really heard a negative thing. Um, sort of maybe like, I wish this was explored more. I wish this was explored more, you know, but mm-hmm. um, it was, it was. It's a very enjoyable and enlightening read, um, for for anyone interested yeah. in games at all. So yeah. 
So yeah, and I mean, and I've been reading this basically the same stuff as Alex, because we're re- we're hitting we're hitting the theory stuff really hard and heavy right now, mm-hmm. um, in that class. So it's not like you have tons of time to read other stuff. <clears throat> Anybody else got anything interesting they've been reading? I stick to the blogs. That's all I have time for right now. It's totally understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Kotaku, <laughs> rock paper shotgun. That's all I do lately. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So let's go to the fun part. What you drinking? Well, we all know what Alex is drinking. Yeah, we know what Alex is drinking. I know. I walked up and I was like, what am I drinking, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone Scotch. yelled. Scotch. 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 I, tonight, my, um, my little hors d'oeuvre platter looks like this. Scotch, which is the Glen Salen variety, and uh, Sour Patch Kids. Oh my god, that's disgusting. That's so rough. Every person on this podcast can suck it for judging me. We suck things so hard each week, Nicole or Marie, I'm telling you. I, oh I'm my god. That got really serious really quickly with that comment. But um, <laughs> he tells us that this is just how Minnesotans, you know say hi in the morning you know she tells us some kind of jazz that this is just typical but i don't know oh my god i like eating sour patch kids with my scotch because like i eat one and then i get super thirsty so i can drink the scotch faster because everyone who knows me knows what i need is to drink scotch faster than i already do so (laughs) that is why but you should get the sour the sour patch kids and then soak them in vodka for a while and then you'd be good so yeah. Mike, Micah gave me a little gave me a little uh, accidental slip about what he's getting me for my birthday, and what he's getting me for my birthday is bacon vodka. Ugh. Oh wow! Okay, sounds disgusting, right? Think yeah, but it's bacon vodka awesome. in a in a Bloody Mary. Oh, uh, I mean, you're not going to get a shot of it. That would be disgusting. But maybe. All right, anybody else? Well, I, yeah, I have just fresca. Fresca? Yeah. Fresca. <laughs> Just plain fresca. Nice. I'm, I'm <laughs> cleaning up my act these days. Uh-huh. After you guys called me a 250 drunk almost one entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I heard about. Say you're a 250 drunk. <laughs> uh, I'm rocking the uh, the Michigan girl drink. I'm doing Verner's and rum. Yes. There you go, Verner's. Verner's. Yep, yep. Verner's. I am drinking uh, Bell's Hop Slam. Oh, you picked some up? I picked up Hop Slam. Hop Slam. When is it it's sneaky, sneaky season again? Uh, it's always sneaky, sneaky season. <laughs> <laughs> um, hop Slam for the uninitiated is the, when they call it Hop Slam, it is Hop Slam. And there's like, the, the, on the on the label, there's this guy that's like, uh, like sprawled out being crushed by this giant hop Um, and that is much what this beer is like Um, it's a double IPA Um, it is the hoppiest beer I have ever had Um, it's brewed with honey to try to kind of to kind of soothe some of that bitterness Um, which I guess it does maybe but the, the the thought that that this is that this is the soothed version would yeah. really scare me in terms of what this would taste would taste like without the honey. <laughs> um, 
it is a bitter, bitter beer, uh, which is fine for me because, you know, I like I like extra bold, dark coffee and dark chocolate. So bitter beer works for me just as well. Um, and it's got like something crazy, like 10 percent alcohol. Um, and it is because it's, it's a Bell's Ale. It's a Michigan girl drink as well because it's brewed in Michigan. All right. Um, just Michigan all around tonight. It's Michigan. Yeah, it's got 10% alcohol. Um, it's got a 10% alcohol. It's a, it's a one of Bill, Bell's uh, winter brews. Um, and I actually noticed it, it's unpasteurized, so you're supposed to keep it in a refrigerator. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Sounds good. It is quite tasty. Kind of pricey for uh. It's like seventeen bucks, eighteen bucks, right? Um, with tax and everything, it was like twenty bucks. Yeah, I bought for a, a six uh, pack. Yeah, six pack for oh. for Valentine's Day, but I like the Hop Killer. That is my favorite. That's the uh, local, um, people's. Yep, Dipa. people's Hop Killer. Yep, it is good. Hop Killer is good. Mm. Uh, cool. Special price lately, so you like the Hop Killer. Head on over there. Yeah, because you've been able to get it for well, you've been even been able to get it for like two bucks a pint at well, uh, Boiler Market. At Boiler Market. Mondays. Oh yeah, that's right. It's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, we we are big on uh, micro brews around here. All right. Or oh, who we call them craft brews? Mm, that sounds classy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm just trying to have audience interaction. <laughs> this just got real quiet. As I'm as I'm drinking the uh, the ten percent alcohol beer, as I have like six of them, I might just be like screaming at people in the next half an hour or so. <laughs> but I bet you be getting some sleep. <laughs> no, no, I won't. No, I already tried that. Aww. All right. Uh, next up is yeah. news um and and i'm gonna jump in for a second and say we got some interesting uh we got some pretty interesting news stuff but for the sake of time i think that there's one news story that's probably going to take up a huge bit of our discussion Are we 45 minutes in already mm-hmm. yes this yeah. is this is completely out of control see nicole this is what i'm well, saying Maybe we should maybe we should just devote our rest of our podcast to this news and do our subject next time. No, oh, I okay. think we could do it. Okay. <laughs> so I, I never. I, I love you so much. They, they never go anywhere. I know. No. She just always she just says no. Says no. I love no. it. I think we could do both. I'm okay. just saying. Um, because the the topic that we've chosen to talk about is not is not a time capsule so i think we'll be good for talking about it because it's not gonna take forever to talk about yeah i think it's really quick but i think that um you know the the elephant in the room is the thing we're gonna have to talk about um because we want to and because alex lane wrote this incredible post about it today um and and posted it on the blog um and if so if you haven't seen it yet definitely go check it out it is on fire right now in like it is on fire right now six hours it's had like 150 hits yes it is oc Yeah, good. Good one. Okay. Thank thank you, Sam, for for forcing me, literally forcing and bribing me to write that today. No problem. (laughs) So go ahead. I'm sorry. Do you mean OC? Do you mean off the chain? (laughs) No. Oh, okay. How old are you, Sarah? No, I'm just saying. 
what she said. Before. That's what Samantha told us. It was off the chain. Yeah, it means <laughs> out of control. Out of control. Oh. In her in her case, that's what it means. So, um, well, <laughs> Alex, why don't you go ahead and you go ahead and uh, throw it out there and tell us about it because you wrote the post. Oh, okay. So um, there is a. I don't even know where to start. Do I start at the interview? So that's yes, way. 2006, yeah. right? Yep. Um, a, a writer from BioWare was interviewed uh, about, you know, like writing and, and they asked her a bunch of different questions and, and, and recently that interview resurfaced heavily edited and um, she basically got in the center of a shitstorm because of it. So there's these two things that she said during the interview that were taken out of context. One is that um, all, the out of context version is the following. Um, I don't like playing games, one. And two, games shouldn't have combat. Okay? It's crazy out of context. What she really Mm -hmm. said was, one, um, I'm about to have a baby, so I find the demands of the number of hours that I'm expected to play these games to be a writer for 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 this game company overwhelming right now. So that's the most difficult part of my job. Okay? Um, And then, two, um, she said that uh, she loves writing how dare she right how dare she be a writer and love writing but she she's a writer right and that's why she went and she got into games because she loves writing and so she said that she loves the narrative of the game and she finds the combat like sort of too i don't know if it was too challenging i don't remember exactly what she said but it takes yeah it's yeah, time consuming so it takes her out of the story and she also said that that, another thing that she said is that that she was asked you know basically how can we get more women into gaming and she said if we were if we were able to um kind of fast forward through some of the content and uh, through the combat and focus mm-hmm. more on the content make it more narrative heavy we'll be able to draw in more new gamers and women is what she said it was another thing that she said right exa- exactly that's a that's a good point so it wasn't changing the gameplay for anybody else but like making this more widely um um attractive for multiple different people, right? Well, yeah, she was saying that this should function the same as, like, a, a movie. You, you can fast-forward through a movie, you know, so you should be able to fast-forward sure. through parts of a game. Yeah. And you fast-forward through story elements yeah. for people right. who like the combat. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this interview um, got put up on 4chan2, a.k.a. Reddit, right? And yeah. right. Um, people went absolutely crazy, called her... Mute, mute. If if somebody, if someone adorably is listening to this with their daughter, which I know we have, at least one listener who does that, you can mute this next part. Calls her fat cunt, obese bitch, etc., etc., etc. The cancer calls her the cancer of the gaming industry, um, and all of these horrible things that uh, that you that that even the most creative mind, I think is not depraved enough to think of. Um, right. And, and in fact, she... They, they even start getting into ethnic and racial slurs. hmm Yeah. So she they had did. to delete her newly opened Twitter account because she had just opened it a couple weeks ago. Um, and is just getting it from, from all of the internet right now. All of these crazy um, insults because... She is the cancer on Bioware. She is what is bringing down all these games. And she is responsible for the suckage of Mass Effect 3, um, according to all of these people. Even though she didn't even work on those games, right? Like, there's three or four games she's worked on. 
Right. Yeah, I think it, they were Dragon Age and Dragon Age. Dragon yeah, Age they, Origins, they were right. complaining about her in Dragon Age Two because because of how much Dragon Age Two sucked. But she was managing editor on on Dragon Age uh, Dragon Age Origins, mm, and yeah. everybody loved that one. Mm. So yeah, clearly, she can't suck too much because they love that fucking game. So well, obviously, you know. this isn't a fucking logical argument, right? Well, right. Well, yeah. no, not only that. I think the other thing about it. Oh no! Did I cut out? Something happened. I lost Nicole. Oh, I'm still here. I can hear everyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So go ahead. Keep going. What were you saying? Well, they were just that. The worst part is that they were talking about the gen. We just lost Nicole. I was like, yeah. why it was? I am just like dying to hear what she has to say now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right when Nicole like really fires it up, it's like Burr. right. And it's like gone. the worst part about it is, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's try it one more time, Nicole. Take three. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you now. Okay. I was just upset because they pulled her gender into it right, and created yeah. an issue out of that. Right. And right. the fact that as soon as she stood up for herself and the fact that she was a female in an industry where, you know, positions in the industry are coveted, that they were like, well, you're a female and you can't do that job and you shouldn't be there anyways. You're a cancer. Yeah, you're a cancer well, on I think, the industry. I think you're exactly right. Like, it wasn't. I think you had said this before we started recording, Nicole, that if she had been a man, like, like she's getting on the shit for standing up for herself. Like, you can't do that on the internet or people will attack you, right? Let's blame the victim. Um, right. And I think, you, Nicole, you had said before we started recording, um, if a man had done it, you'd be like, wow, that's a good set of balls that guy has for standing yeah, up for exactly. himself. Right. It, it, it's the same, it's the same kind of. Um, crazy shit that they say when people when women get raped, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if she didn't want to get raped, she shouldn't have worn that, right? If she didn't want to get attacked, she shouldn't have been a woman. She shouldn't have been a woman working in the games industry. Mm -hmm. right, right, exactly. I mean, and it, it's just absolutely fucking insane, you know. And they want to say, oh, well, she brought up the fact that she was a woman. No, she her comeback came from the fact that she was being attacked. Her hilarious comeback. Her hilarious comeback that <laughs> she was good. being attacked. About who she was as a person, which includes being a woman. Um, so she came back with that hilarious comeback that says, you know, I'm being attacked because one, I have a vagina and two, I have a, a <laughs> job in the games industry. And those are two things that you will never have. <laughs> which is so good. I thought so was hilarious. hilarious. Well, do you think that a lot of the people that are making these comments are not quite 20 years old? You know what? It doesn't It doesn't matter. I, I hate this line of argumentation. And I've gotten into a fight on the blog with people about this before. They say, well, it doesn't matter. It's just a bunch of angsty virgins. Well, well, no, I don't, I don't think no, it no, doesn't no, matter. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? I, I, know, yeah. I know that's not what you're saying. But, yeah. like, it doesn't... Like, I feel like people of the culture at large has this idea that... Well, they're just trolls. They're just kids. Like, but that that is not. I don't think that's the case. This is a, like a seriously violent problem that manifests um, in like physical abuse against women in the industry. That manifests in women not getting jobs. That manifests in all of these like very real um, ways. Like, it doesn't matter if half the people are doing this are sixteen. To me, it doesn't matter because the outcome's the same. Like, there is en mass hate against these women who are trying to stand up for themselves, who are trying to, like, carve out a place in this industry. Right. And the culture is, like, so... Um, is so uh, supportive, I guess you would say. They they enable it so much, um, this type of behavior, that that just... It becomes this horrible place to, to try and 
exist in, you know? And I, and I think that, that people see these, that people are like, ah, just trolls, you know? Well, you know what I Toughen think up. might be even, might be even a different line of rationale there, Alex, is, is yes, you, you're gonna, you know, you put anything on the Yahoo News you, and you'll see a bunch of stupid-ass comments, you know what I mean? Like, the trolls again. But what is more disturbing, perhaps, to me is not that these are maybe a bunch of adolescents doing immature comments, but you don't have any sort of significant figure in the gaming industry standing up for her, right? Well, so you, you don't. Do. Well, yeah, you yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but, but, but that one woman or, or something. No, the studio GM um, at uh, Bioware in Edmonton actually Game. stood up for her on Twitter and said, "You guys are a bunch of fucking morons. Okay. You need go, to go fuck, fuck yourselves." Yep. Yes. Um, well, and uh, Bioware actually also donated a bunch of money to a bullying charity in Canada in her name. Yeah. As well. Okay. Um, well, Destructoid, is- which is like the most sexist uh, outlet on in gaming, I think one of the worst. Um, even though the writer was sort of misguided, who wrote the article about it was, I thought was pretty defensive of her, right? Yeah, I thought so. Surprisingly defensive of her. Yeah, yeah for Destructoid. Yeah. Destructoid, yeah. Um, well, I mean, but that's positive, right? Positive that there's numbers. It's of certainly positive for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but also like this is this is the first time um, maybe uh, you, Nicole you might be able to know more than I do about this but this is one of the first times that I've seen the industry sort of rallying around uh, a woman who's been attacked. Definitely. It seems to me yeah they usually yeah it definitely is the first time I've seen it because I even know about some of the um, like a personal connection that I have in the industry she um, is like a, a very slim and pretty girl. And she gets um, trolls all the time talking about how she's just a pretty face for the company. And, and they to will no never. Win. Yeah, exactly. And they never come to her aid on that at all. They just tell her that she needs to deal with it on her own. And it's unfortunate because she is a woman in the industry and they should be behind her. And they should be saying, you know, this is a choice we made to hire her. And that's why, like, she works here because she's good at this job. Right. And she deserves this job. Right. I mean, because Bioware flat yeah. out came out and said, she's been working for us for a lot of years. She's done great work, you know, you know, and that is why we are we are behind her. We are behind her 100 percent in her name. We are contributing X mm. number of dollars to bullying Canada because we think what's been going on with her being personally attacked is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I mean, and we need more companies to stand up and do that kind of thing. I mean, that is why, I mean, and people want to say it's not the same thing. It's the very same thing. It is the nature of the beast. That is why we have three in 10 women going to tech conferences and being sexually assaulted. Right. I mean, there, there's a direct right. connection because there is no respect for women in the industry. I mean, it is, and you know, and it, there is this constant feeling that women aren't supposed to be here. And because they are here, because they have the fucking nerve to be here in the first place, they get, they deserve whatever the fuck they get. Either that or they become objects as part of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is, uh, that certainly is not an innocent part of all of this. It is completely wrapped up in the, in the, Issue. Mm-hmm. Now I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> so I think scotch. we all are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I am. Scotch. I'm very happy that like the the GM took a stance and he said something. And uh, it's unfortunate that the guy who he actually directly responded to on Twitter is now taking a campaign against them and saying, "Oh, I have hurt feelings." And I whatnot. have hurt it's feelings. Like, that you yeah, don't what did your you customers. do to the woman? You, oh yeah, it's, what is wrong with you? And yeah. it just goes to show the maturity level of the people who are mm-hmm. making these comments. But at the same time, that doesn't mean we should disregard them completely. 
you know, and people are like, oh, Bioware doesn't respect its customers. Why? Because Bioware is standing up for their fucking employees, you know, and people are like, well, the guy, well, the guy called us fucking morons and said we should go fuck ourselves. You know what? I applaud the guy saying you're fucking morons and saying you should go okay. fuck yourself because, you know, as someone who is in charge of other, that other people who are in positions that often get kind of relegated to those who are in, who have no power. I, you know, I applaud people who, who stand up and say, you know what? Fuck you. Because they need someone to say fuck you for them. And like, and like, I know from being, you being my boss, like the feeling that somebody has your back, um, especially when you're in like a vulnerable position, that means so much. And like that completely dictates some of my behavior and my confidence and what I'm able to accomplish. Cause I know that someone's so going to stand words, up and you, say, you go fuck out you. And show your ass because you think I'm going to tell people, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so I do all these really inappropriate, illegal things. And I'm like, suck no, it. Sam will back me. No, know, no, no. But you know what I mean? Know, like, like knowing she's going to back me up dictates yeah. my behavior a little, right? Like, like that helps me be the best whatever teacher you know that your community's behind you right exactly so so the fact that he did this and sort of took a stance and it's like okay well you know what i'm sorry you're a customer but if you're gonna be a sexist ra- asshole then fuck you because they've also they've you know not only brought up the fact that she's a woman but now they've started to call her you know jewish bitches jewish cunts blah 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 yeah, i didn't know if that dude had i didn't want to yeah no it's, it's horrible yeah, yeah. it's yeah. horrible especially because then they like they took that picture of her and they manipulated the text on it to say something else yeah. i don't remember what it said but it was Hamburger just it, helper yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, it's it's things like that that makes the gaming community, like, look down upon even as well because people look at them as immature idiots and they're just proponents of that message, obviously. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I'm like, Alex, I'm Alex. pissed off. I know, angry. <laughs> Someone give me Anger. a wall to punch right now. Yeah. <laughs> You don't have that specified walled in your house. Well, this that is why I usually the number of holes in it. <laughs> this is why you I usually play... does, yeah. This is why I usually play poker with like ten other dudes on Thursday night, so I could take everybody's money. And then by the time we record the podcast, the record the podcast, I feel much less angry. So I just took a bunch of people's money. I'm like, yeah, at least well, I have fifty bucks in my the, pocket. The whole thing with that woman is just crazy because, like you said, this is an interview that was done what six years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. That's a long, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. yeah about five, five to five and a half, six years, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be pissed off with her, you'd be pissed off with her the fact she's a game developer who says that... Well, it's coinciding with the release of Mass Effect 3 in their story mode, right? Uh, right. And I, and that's why, that's why, I, that's exactly why I think that it's come up again, is that because now they're actually releasing a game where you can not necessarily fast forward through the combat, mm-hmm. but... Now you can you can play uh, you can play in the mode that makes combat less at the center. Excuse me, and you know, and people want to say no, no, no. It's because their games suck that this has happened. That the last that you know, Last Dragon Age, games you know, people suck. were disappointed in. Okay, but here's the thing: is Rockstar's been doing this shit since Red Dead. Oh yeah, for sure. That is yeah, a very you, good you point. Can, Nobody yeah, you has said forward. anything. Nobody came out and said, you know. Hey, you, you know, emasculating epithet man, you <laughs> fucked up our games. 
because you, you you know you fucked up our game was because you give people the ability to fast forward through a section of the game that they can't do or you give people the ability to like in LA Noir not drive yourself but oh, actually be driven Thank by your God. partner because right because you know isn't that what what these games are all about isn't that what you know kind of Grand Theft Auto and and the other Rockstar games have been all about in, in when you had to travel is that that was part of the game that was part of the challenge was to drive yourself I don't know I don't know men, so many gamers like maps I don't, I know so many gamers like especially men who hated that so you'd have to drive for 15 minutes before you even got to whatever it was you were supposed to do and then if you failed you had to go back through and redrive that every time right like people mm-hmm. I like I realized that having more of a story mode may bring in a lot more women, but I don't think it's necessarily like, I feel like if there was a story mode, there would be plenty of, you know, all sorts of different types of people who would use it. Right. And that's the other thing too, is like what, six years ago now, she basically predicted the way that games are going to be now. I just think that why are we putting her down for something that's obviously been like the evolutionary track of games to getting more gamers into video For sure. games. I mean, she has. I mean, p- clearly she has her 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 finger not on the pulse of only of not only on the pulse of gamers, but also on the pulse of games. Because she was able yeah. to say this, you know, five and a half, six years ago. Yeah. This is where games are going to go. This is how we're going to bring more gamers in. And, and people don't understand that she's doing the thing that her company needs her to do, which is increase their increase their increase their population, increase increase their customer base, right? Sell more fucking games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys can be angry and call her whatever names you want. 70% of the money that gets spent on a game is spent by a woman. Mm-hmm. Whether that's someone buying a game for themselves or for their whatever. But 70 cents of every dollar that gets spent gets spent by a woman. So yeah. I feel like she's not she's not off the, you know, she's not off, off, not off the chain. Or wait, no, she is off the chain. <laughs> she's not off track, right? No, she's not. Oh. So. You are funny. So <laughs> <laughs> Off the chain. Oh, we need to skip the rest of our news and do our thing quickly. Or two? Do we have three issues to talk about? No, we're only going to talk about uh, one. Oh, I liked both of. I like the first two. Well, we'll do these. We'll do the second one later. Okay. Um. So. Uh, our issue of the week is not really an issue, but more of a question that um, that we we collaboratively, the four of us, thought about before we started, right? And the, the question uh, was, um, basically, is if you were going to be deserted on, a, if you were going to be deserted on an island mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, and you could only play one game... Mm. What would it be and why? I heard the ice tinkling. Excuse me for my puppy noises again. They were quiet. <laughs> I So, like, every time I take a drink, I usually mute it quick so I can, like, drink without you guys hearing the ice. But without I think, sounding like an episode of Mad Men? I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> Excellent reference. But uh-huh. I feel like my mute button is not working very well tonight, so we'll see what happens when, when I re-listen to this. I'm sorry. Please continue. I decline to speak first. Oh, I I have a question. So in this, can we pick a series, or it has to be just one single game? That one was exactly game. my question. Ugh. One single game. Okay. 
That Ugh. changes my answer. Mine too. Oh, well, I know what I. Answer. I know what I would say, but it's the game that I dare not speak its name. Are you fucking kidding? No, I'm Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, I'm save kidding. yourself. Save I'm yourself. kidding. That is not what I would pick because <laughs> I can't. I can't play a game with friends if I'm by myself. Oh my god. <laughs> Somewhere in the world, Sam buys a knife and starts stabbing a wall. <laughs> she doesn't know why, but she keeps carving W over and over and over. <laughs> Look at, listen to that laugh. You're having a nervous breakdown right fucking now on the podcast, aren't you? Oh, why? Why would you say that? <laughs> So what would you because really I'm here, so. <sighs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna ignore Sarah altogether right now. <laughs> no, but I have a game. Well, you can't go first. Guests have to go first. Oh, I know. Uh huh. You got yelled at. What do I Nicole Marie. Nicole Marie. All right. So I thought about this for a while, and I had to decide. And I think it's just because I'm playing it currently. And you guys could totally fight me on this, but it'd have to be Skyrim right now because uh, I've I've dedicated so many hours of my life to playing it, and I'm not upset with that. So I think if I was on a deserted island, I would be totally okay with just sitting around playing Skyrim for a while. Do you think there's oh. enough like depth that it would keep you? I, I I'm not I haven't been playing Skyrim, but um, have you? Is there enough depth to like keep you going that you'd be able to do it over and over and over again? Uh, not necessarily depth, but I was also thinking of, like, there's got to be a point when you're dehydrated and you have to be doing, like, the same thing over and over. <laughs> so, <laughs> food deprived. so the combat in Skyrim would definitely work for that. Like, it couldn't be too complicated, but something that kept my mind interested so I didn't just, like, totally crap out on dehydration and <laughs> hallucinations. Sam, do we have achievements to unlock in this scenario? Uh, the I mean, achievements that come with the game, yes. Okay, all right. Sure. So you can get your achievements and trophies and what have you. Okay. I I like that idea. I like that idea, and and I'm gonna jump in here because because Nicole said Skyrim, mm -hmm. and I was really torn between. Um, even though I'm really in love with with Kingdoms of Amalur right now, I wouldn't want to play that for the rest of my life because there isn't enough depth to the game, mm -hmm. right? It is very much it satisfies the running gun in me, mm -hmm. right? And there's there's very kind of there are very few repercussions because I think that you know I've been playing that game for probably thirty forty hours already, and I think maybe I've died once or twice. Interesting. Um, and I, it's not that I'm just that good at it. I just think that the game makes it really difficult for me to die because you have you have abilities. Because I'm I'm playing the jack of all trades, so mm -hmm. I'm a I'm a little bit of magic and a little bit of might and a little bit of finesse. So I got a little bit of everything going on. So you know I've got my um, fey blades, which are my my kind of fairy fairy daggers, is what they kind of are, but they're these huge. Um, there's the huge knives and one in each hand so I can like sneak up and like disembowel a motherfucker and keep running before he yeah, even knows yeah. he's dead. Um, but then at the same time, I've got the, um, what are they? Um, chakram. So I can like take people out with my spinning dragon blades from like 30, 40 feet away without ever getting close. But then I can, if I want to, I can also switch to like a long sword. But you know what I'm, what I'm saying is I can just go in 
And then I also have my magic abilities. So when I start to die, then I can just start blasting people with, you know, with magic balls and then they die anyway. And then I can fate shift and then kill everybody because it slows everybody down. Um, so it, I never have to die because they give me too many resources for me to have to die. Um, but it, that also doesn't give me, it gives me fun, but it doesn't give me the challenge. Skyrim gives me the challenge and the lore is great in Kingdoms of Amalar. I love the lore. Like, you know, Sarah was complaining because she said it felt too much like the Lord of the Rings. Um, but, I like my impersonation. Which is the most confusing insult ever. Right. It's like, <laughs> no, the it's very too much like some of the best books ever written. Well, you know what I mean. Like, there was a sword and there's a fight and there's a bed. I don't know. Just that's in much. every fantasy. That's in every fantasy You just described novel. the most awesome scene ever. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta just hate me. Just say it. Say it. <laughs> T-shirt should just say we hate Sarah. I I feel like we can criticize your your attitude towards fantasy without hating without you being... as a human being. Right. Okay. So you're wrong. We still like you. How about that? <laughs> I buy. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll All buy right. It. I'm sorry. So um. But, you know, so the lore is great and it's deep and the narrative plays out in the gameplay. Um, but see, if I chose to play Skyrim, because I was torn between Skyrim and Oblivion, and I like Skyrim. Skyrim is, is an improvement over Oblivion um, in terms of gameplay for me, in terms of graphics, um, and even in terms of some of the narrative. Um, as the narrative starts to unfold more and more, um, I'm, I'm seeing that I like the depth of the narrative a bit more than I did Oblivion. And I put like easily a hundred plus hours in the, into Oblivion. Mm -hmm. So I can see me easily mm -hmm. doing that plus in Skyrim. Um, mm -hmm. the reason I'm not playing Skyrim right now more than anything else is probably because I haven't slept. And I don't want to keep getting killed over and over again because I don't know that I have the mental capacity to play Skyrim right now. But if I didn't have shit else to play for the rest of my life, I would definitely choose Skyrim. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's where I'm at. Wow. I like it. Is Sarah still banished? Should I go next? No, Sarah's not banished. I just didn't let Sarah go first because the guest was supposed to the go first. The guest has to go first. <laughs> yeah, take that. Okay, you can go. Well, I'll go. If I she says words with friends, I want no, you to hang up on I, it. I'm going to judge think, everything you say, though. Listen, I, <laughs> listen, hey, I, I take it back. I thought about this, too. I pondered long and hard. Not like Nicole Marie, where she thought about dehydration and starvation. and hallucinations. <laughs> I, I didn't that go that sweet. far into it. Yeah, that was pretty intense. But, like, I thought of the games that I've played, and There is one game that I have repeated, repeatedly played over and over, and that's why it also makes me so interested in Kingdoms of Amalar, is God of War. Mm -hmm. I just liked its challenges. I liked that they were challenging, but not to the point where you wanted to just, like, throw your controller out a window. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes some of these games, I'm like, fuck me. You know, I just want to have fun. I don't want to have to spend, like, five hours to progress the narrative, you know? You want to have a challenge, but not to the point where it's ridiculous. And I like God of War. I have played it through probably about five times anyway, just starting from the top and going straight through. Um, it's fun because of the challenges. That what is happening? Out. Is that me? 
You're talking about the animals? Yeah, there's yes. some crazy sound. I thought it was like, I, am sorry. I thought it was like the three stooges fighting. There <laughs> is like a, a dog chihuahua fight between a one pound and a two pound, and they have been quiet all night. But now. at least you've but, kept um, your pants zipped up, but continue, please. Well, sure. <laughs> as far as you need to know. Um Oh, so anyway, yeah, God of War is what I pick because I do like the gameplay. I like, and I think it probably offers a lot of the same things as these other games in terms of it's just fun to battle, and they have fun things to battle. Battle's you know? good. Battle's very important. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, and I can see myself playing it over and over and over because I have. So I guess I got to go with God of War. Well, I like it. Um, I have a further clarification question. Okay. Do we have the internet? Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. Because I have, have the, two no. choices. No, if you don't we, have the internet. If we had the internet, I would have picked WoW. I was going to say, no WoW. Yeah, no, that, see that, no. There's no, there's no MMORPGs. It's don't you. You're on a deserted me. island. You have no fucking internet. Wi-Fi does not reach that far. <laughs> okay, okay. A simple no would have sufficed, but thank you for yelling We're at me. We're not on a resort I, here. I haven't had enough people yell at me today. I appreciate that. Um, it's not like the professor cooking up a coconut <laughs> Wi-Fi. I feel like if I had all my entire life, I could figure out some Wi-Fi. But okay, so <laughs> my my answer would have been, wow, for obvious reasons, if we had had the internet, because it's so insanely diverse. But okay, so my answer is probably not a shock to anybody, Civilization Five. Oh, I knew it. I thought about choosing Civ 2 because it was the first Civ I ever played. And then I thought about playing Civ 1 because that took, I think it was my 8th grade year. I'm not totally sure, but it took my entire year away. um, And I really loved it. But I feel like Civ 5 has the best balance of any of the ones I've played. They've taken out a lot of their sort of more questionable, offensive-y stuff over over the iterations and tried to be more culturally accurate and, and um, mm. in-depth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, as far as the... Like, I'm not going to be sitting there getting mad at the sexism in Civ Five, right? Like, I'm not on the desert island. Um, it's uh, diverse. I There's a ton of different characters that I can play over and over. You can win in a multitude of ways. So I feel like if I had to burn you know, 40 years playing one thing. That's what I kept thinking about, like, day after day after day since I was in, you know, fifth grade. What game have I been going back to to play over and over and over and over? And that's that's the Civilization series, if you can't choose a series, Civ Five. That's my choice. Nice. That is a good choice. Because you could definitely, there's so many different scenarios you could play out. Uh-huh. And it would still be interesting. Right. And And, I mean, there's, there's what like 30 different different leaders each one of those can win five different ways on five different settings right you know you can play i I think you could play for a long time so um and that's just resource management um and building up like your sort of area is the two things that i love 100 percent the most in games so so there you go Cool. I know that makes me sound lame because there's no swords, no. but whatever. There's no swords. That's well, so there's lame. swordsmen and spearsmen. You just don't see them. You don't get to use them. Yeah, that's but they're true. there. That's true. They are there. That's true. Yeah, they are there. They're there. Yeah. <laughs> I like the strategy of setting up the swordsmen rather than like the actual battle. But yeah, okay. Awesome. See, that wasn't so painful. 
That was a painful call. I actually thoroughly enjoyed your guys' answers. Mm -hmm. Um, I I missed my um, indie game of the week, I think, right? Oh, yeah, you did. Yep, indie game of the week. Should we we uh, We skip it? Do you want to do it next week? No, let's go ahead and do it. Um, It's actually probably pretty pertinent right now. Um, My indie game of the week is Realm of the Mad Dog. Um, It, um, oh gosh, I had the perfect three games that it was like a combination of. It's kind of like old school Zelda games where you're like walking through the different rooms, right? Um, It's also sort of like uh, Frayed Knights. Um, That's a newer but retro game in like the style and sort of the... um, like just the movement, like the movement that your hands have to like make on the keyboard and the mouse and stuff. And then, um, uh, it's, uh, what was the other one? I should have written this down. Anyway, it's like, a wh- what do you call Zelda? Like, it's not a side scroller, right? It's like a, like where it's you a dungeon move? crawler, Yeah, dungeon crawler, yeah, but, dun- but it's not like 3d. It's like, you have the aerial view, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you go and you like go around, it has the old retro design, but I don't know, like, I sort of like how they've been read, like, Frayed Knights did, and sort of like how Binding of Isaac did, how they've been redoing the uh, the older style of games that are retro, even Terraria, I guess, um, that are retro, but they sort of take this yeah. new, newer spin on it and make it, make it more interesting. Um, the reason why Realm of the Mad Dog is pertinent to play right now... The, the one the one reason I, I follow an indie game website and they were like, okay, for all you idiots who won't get a game unless it's on Steam, go get Realm of the Mad Dog because it's awesome and it's finally on Steam. So I was like, oh, that's me. I'm sad now, but that's okay. So I went and got it and it's free to play. Um, the thing that's cool about this is that it's an MMO also. So like eventually as you play on, you run into other people and you're supposed to, um, they ca- I think they call it an MMO FPS dungeon crawler is what how they described it i believe but it's not that so whatever but um yeah you like go on and you play co-op with other people so imagine like co-op zelda right i think it's kind of sweet so hmm. so yeah i it's it's not my style of game but i thoroughly enjoyed it and i very much expect to be playing that instead of doing the reading for sam's class so there you go <laughs> It was very cool. I got a chance to play just a couple minutes of it, and I I enjoyed it quite a bit, actually. It was it, really cool. Is that, like, your type of game? Because it's a very specific, I think, like... It, it is a very specific kind of game, but it was definitely... It made me feel like what I was... I don't even know what age I want to say, but, like, when I was 10 again, mm-hmm. and I was playing more of the, like, 8-bit, like, Zelda... Oh, no. That mm-hmm. I could have played. <laughs> yeah, it was like more of the eight bit like Zelda that I could have played because you cut out. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. No, it, it was it felt like a a stand up arcade game. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. it. It probably would be fun if you had like like a land party or something. I bet that would be really an awesome game to play. That would be really awesome, definitely. Yeah, I I I, I very much recommend people to try it out. Plus, it's free. Mm-hmm. What, can, what do you got to lose? I know you yep. can't. You, there's nothing to lose. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, great. So yeah. now it's time for our uh, deals for broke ass gamers. Um, do you want me? I put them on there. Someone else can read them. I've been talking a lot. So you see. 
<laughs> I will read them. Joking. Um, <laughs> okay, so Realm of the Mad Dog on Steam is free to play. On Steam also, Deus Ex, not Day of Sex, but Deus <laughs> X, which has gotten me in trouble. Um, 66% off, so it's $10.19. That's cheap. If you haven't played it... Um, the new one, Human... Re- uh, Human Re- Revolution. Revolution. Revolution, I was like, not yeah, Revelations, that's, that's uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, that's Resident Evil. Yeah, the new one. Um, It's... Even though like a lot of people didn't dig the game, it's an iconic game, right? So yeah, ten bucks, you can't go wrong. Mirror's you can't Edge, go wrong. yeah, Mirror's Edge is seventy five percent off. What the what? Five bucks. Also can't wow. go wrong, I think, right? Right. It's a great mm-hmm. deal. Um, and then the Serious Sam Complete Pack is sixty six percent off. Their little individuals are off as well. Um, sixty six percent off for twenty eight ninety. That I imagine you can go wrong with. I don't know. I've never played it. Has anybody? Mm-hmm. Serious no. Sam? Uh-uh. Nope. So, I don't know. Uh-uh. Um, and then Good Old Games is all their D&D games are buy one, get one free. So that's nice. Cool. I thought that was pretty sweet, too. So Those are cool. all real good deals. Yeah. I thought so, too. So they must be, like, coming off of their Christmas high. You know how they didn't have too good of deals for a few for a few weeks, and now they're back on, so... That will definitely keep you busy. Mm? Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. All right. Well, uh, that actually brings us to the end of this episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast. Um, Thank you, ladies, for joining us for yet another. And thank you to Nicole for joining us um, as a guest host this week. And we hope to see you back. I hope to be back. Um, oh, so we didn't drive her away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think all you have to do is bring donuts. Um, and oh, then yeah. And drive I'm her in. into I'm in. bring donuts and all is good. <laughs> I feel like uh, there was shame in that day because of how many donuts and how much chili and how much Indian soup was eaten. But Nicole assured me that there was no shame in the day. So there you go. No shame. That's not bad. <laughs> um, so, and, uh, I'm like, I'm like, the brain Contact us. Contact us. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you would like to send us questions, comments, rant and rave at us, please feel free to email us at nymgamer at gmail.com. Remember, some of us are more sensitive than others. Yes, remember, Alex is a wussy. You can (laughs) also feel free (laughs) to, uh, like, uh, send us an MP3, ask us a question, we'll play it on the air. You can... Um, you can uh, feel free to talk to us about the next time we're going to podcast. You can come in, ask us a question, get an answer, and uh, debate with us for a few moments uh, if the need arises. Um, and just contact us at our email address. You can uh, also follow us on Twitter at, at NYMGamer. Um, you can like us on Facebook. Just look for Not Your Mama's Gamer. We are there. Like us. Um, and you'll get uh, little kind of Facebook updates as well as receive information about uh, when the latest blog post has gone up. We also post that to Twitter. So if you follow us on Twitter, you'll also know when our next really brilliant uh, blog mm-hmm. posts go up. You'll you wouldn't have missed the fact that uh, that Alex's blog post on the whole Bioware fiasco went up today. Also, you came up with the title. I feel like I haven't given you props for that yet. It is a hilarious title. 
Yeah, well, it was. It was nice. It was nice. It was. That, it was good. That had that had zero percent to do with me. That was all Sam. Well, thank <laughs> collaboration. you. Collaboration. Collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> um, and buy our t-shirt. Uh, yeah, definitely right. buy a uh, buy a t-shirt. Uh, the buy a t-shirt. Go to the Not Your Mama's Gamer website, which is nymgamer.com. Uh, and check out the photos of Alex doing her heroic poses in the spiffy Not Your Mama's Gamer uh, t-shirts. I think we still have sizes medium through 2X. Excuse me. (coughs) Excuse me, I should have muted that. Um, So send us a message. uh, Talk to us about which t-shirts you want, how many you want, because you want lots of them to give them to all your friends and family. Um, Easter, and, Easter's coming up. Easter's, there you go. Stuff Nothing Easter says happens. Easter like something that like Alex a, Lane is a part of. <laughs> the devil. We're happy to send them to you in a timely manner. Uh, I think that's about it. Um, like I said, thanks again for joining us for this, our 29th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer uh, podcast. Uh, so until next time, folks, mm-hmm. um, stay safe. Don't be a douchebag. And as always, <laughs> game on. Game on. Woo!